Hello and welcome to Grow the Extra Mile, the podcast dedicated to all things personal growth. I'm your host, Jade Hawkins, a personal trainer and mindset coach obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and guiding others to do the same. Wellness, motivation, health, business, you name it. If we can be better at it, you best believe we'll be chatting about it. So sit back, grab a snack and let's jump in. What is up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast, where today we'll be talking all about self-love and self-acceptance and just learning how to be your true, authentic self and showing up that way instead of trying to control other people's perceptions of you. So that is really where I wanted to start with it today, is talking about how you really cannot control how other people perceive you. And Any attempt to do so, and this is a harsh truth, any attempt to control other people's perception of you is just manipulation. It's fundamentally dishonest. If you are navigating the world by shifting aspects of how you are showing up to different people in order to control their perception of you and make them like you more... That's, that is so dishonest and it's not going to create deep connections and deep relationships, which is really our, our life force, you know, that we need those deep connections in order to, to live a fulfilling life. And if you are manipulating aspects of yourself you're manipulating the person that you're interacting with. You cannot, you simply cannot control how other people perceive you. And that's a that's a, a tough thing to realize, to be honest. We think about this um, oftentimes in high school is when it sort of starts to come up, maybe even earlier, but definitely for me, it was in high school when I started really paying more attention to how other people were perceiving me. Oftentimes in high school, you've got the hierarchy, you know, you've got like the popular people, the popular girls and the sporty girls and the nerds and blah, 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 whatever. I don't know. High school, different high schools have different sorts of cliques, but I imagine that most of them sort of follow a similar structure hierarchy wise. And it starts, it makes you start to think about your own identity and question where you sit on that hierarchy and which sort of category you fit into and if you find yourself sitting in a category that is not the one that you would ideally like to be in you might find yourself shifting different parts of you in order to control how other people perceive you in order to fit into the category that you want to be in but the problem with that is you move further and further away from who you truly and authentically are. And the further away you move from that, the more you lose your sense of self and your sense of identity. And if you do not have your own strong sense of self and sense of identity, you are so open and vulnerable to criticism from others. Any tiny criticism any tiny, um, not even criticism, just some sort of a comment on you, your personality, your identity, anything. If you don't have that strong sense of self within you, that is going to absolutely send you into a spiral. And we've all been there, you know, when you're trying to navigate your way through being a teenager and figuring out who the fuck you are and someone comments something. I remember someone said to me once um, something like, 
oh, you, you swear too much. You know, you sound, it's so unattractive. You sound like a boy. And I never thought about that until this girl said that to me. And from then on, for a long time, I was filtering the way that I spoke and I didn't swear as much and I tried to be more ladylike until I realized, what the fuck? <laughs> That's not me. And I didn't feel like me, you know, because I am someone who swears. Anyone anyone who knows me will tell you that's how I get my point across. That's just the way that I am. And the more I tried to filter that to control someone else's perception of me and make other people like me, the more I lost the sense of who I was. So I know that that's something that's easier said than done, you know, accepting that you can't control other people's perceptions. Because if we think all the way back to when we were tribal beings, you know, right back to before we were civilized, it was life or death to be accepted. If you were not accepted in the tribe, you were outcast and likely killed by a tiger, by starvation, whatever it was. If you weren't accepted in your tribe and you couldn't rely on them, um, you know, for support, for, for food, for all of that, you would die. And so it literally was life or death being accepted by other people and the people that we love and the people that we admire or even people we didn't admire. It was just so important that everybody liked us. So I don't know, obviously I wasn't there, but I can't imagine that we had quite the same level of involvement in terms of being able to have that self-awareness of how we're showing up and control aspects of our personality. But I do imagine that back in those days, there were certain limited maybe, but there would have been certain social rules and cues and all of that sort of stuff. Even if it was just grunting (laughs) before we developed language, it would still be, there would be different cues that people would have to fit into. And you, if you were an outcast and you weren't, you know, fitting into how other people, uh, you know, outlined the way you should be, then you were outcast. And that we have carried that all the way through to now, except now, whether you are liked or disliked is not a life or death situation. And in fact, the more outcast you can be, the more advantaged you are. Because if you are trying to people please everybody, you are pleasing nobody. Trust me, I have seen people pleasers and it is fucking frustrating when they're trying to please you, but they're also trying to please their mom and they're also trying to please their best friend and everyone ends up being annoyed at them because they're not making any assertive decisions. They're not uh, showing up as them. They're not expressing what they want uh, or who they are. Uh, they're just trying to please everyone and and they end up pleasing nobody. And it's the exact same thing in terms of controlling your other people's perceptions of you. You must start aligning with your authentic self. And if you don't know how to do that, please reach out to me. This is what we go through in my coaching and it's fucking phenomenal. It is life-changing to know yourself on such a deep level that you can just show up unapologetically as you. That is the first step. You have to align with your authentic self and fall in love with your authentic self, truly and deeply accept yourself so that you can show up as you 
without filtering different parts of your personality in order to try and control other people's perceptions of you. Will you repel people in this process? Absolutely you will. Yes. Is that a bad thing? Absolutely not. Do we want people who aren't particularly aligned with our authentic self? Do we want them in our lives? No. No, if people don't like us, then we don't fucking want them around. Go away. Find someone who's better aligned to you. So you've got to start seeing people disliking you as a blessing, not something we're trying to avoid. We want to show up as the most unfiltered, unapologetic version of ourselves so that we can attract people who are so deeply aligned to us and create such deep love and connections with those people and have such a fulfilling, incredible life. And if you are able to show up as your true authentic self and really stop giving a fuck about how other people perceive you, the amount of incredible things that you attract into your life is insane. It goes beyond just relationships and other people. It goes into jobs. You know, you don't, you stand out in the job interviews for the jobs that you're meant for. If you're filtering yourself in things like job interviews, you're likely not going to get it because you don't stand out. There's a hundred applicants and they're going to choose the one that is showing up as authentically them and so aligned with the role. It's undeniable. If you are filtering yourself out, they're not even going to remember you after you walk out the door. And if you are showing up as unapologetically you and the interviewers don't like you, well, then it's because you're not meant for the job. It's a blessing. It's the same in every other aspect of your life. The more that you can really connect with who you are, fall in love with who you are, accept who you are and start showing up that way in the world, the more incredible your life is going to become. Because this, as we know, is the theme of everything that I ever talk about. You create your own reality. So if you don't know who the fuck you are or you don't love who the fuck you are or you're constantly changing and filtering yourself... How are you going to create the life that you truly and deeply desire? How do you even know what life you deeply desire if you don't even know who the fuck you are? This is like, you can hear it in my voice, I'm sure. It is just life-changing stuff. It is so important. And it's. I'm going to give you a few things that you can do on your own. But if this is something that you really deeply struggle with, I highly recommend finding a coach or a therapist, someone who can help you along this journey. Because once you start going down the road of self-loathing, you know, um, not accepting yourself, hating yourself, all of those things, it's very, very tough to break those mental patterns and beliefs on your own. So a few things that you can do if you are looking to just you know, try and find out who the fuck you are and accept who you are and love who you are. Number one, do more of what you love unapologetically. We all have hobbies. We all have things that we love. And if you don't, just fucking try some shit. Try painting, try learning guitar, try going to dance classes, try going to the gym, whatever, whatever, whatever. But start doing the things that you love to do more often and more unapologetically. Even if it's lame, even if it's cringy, whatever, do it. Because the more you connect with the things that you love to do, the more that you're going to get to know yourself and be able to connect with yourself. 
Number two, set and maintain boundaries. This is a freaking big one. You need to start setting boundaries with others and with yourself. So that might be bedtime is 9 p.m. no matter what. It's one thing to say it and then it's another thing to fucking stick to it. All right. But this sort of shit is the type of stuff that builds trust with yourself and shows yourself that you love yourself. So even if you've told yourself, yeah, my bed, my bedtime is at 9 p.m., but then you go out because someone says, oh, come out, come out. And so you go out past 9 p.m. That's self-abandoning. And then you start you know, losing trust with yourself and it's not an act of love. Imagine if you told your partner that you're going to do something at 9 p.m. but then you just go do something else just because someone asked. That's not going to create a very loving relationship. And on the subject of creating self-trust comes number three, which is keeping promises to yourself. So this is very similar to setting and maintaining boundaries, but it goes even further. You must think of your relationship with yourself as akin to your relationship with another person, with a partner. If you're breaking promises all the time, that's obviously going to diminish trust, um, you know, put strain on the love between you guys. It's the exact same thing with the relationship with yourself. You must be keeping the promises that you make to yourself, whether it's just a promise to start eating healthy, whether it's a promise to stop going out, whatever it is, you have to start keeping the promises that you make to yourself, you know, even if it's like a pipe dream of like, I'm going to start a business. Okay, well, keep that fucking promise. Like you tell yourself you're going to do something, then do it. That is how you create that trust within yourself and and cultivate the love because the more of a healthy relationship that you have with yourself the more love that you have for yourself as well and the more deeply you know yourself number four connecting with your body and you can do this through multiple different ways meditation breath work dance self-pleasure whatever it is it's so important to be connecting with your body if you feel connected sorry if you feel disconnected from your body you're going to feel disconnected from yourself because your physical body is such an important part of you ask anybody who has experienced um any sort of chronic physical illness you'll know once your body is (laughs) offline everything changes your relationship with your body is so fucking important and that's going to come into again everything your relationship with your body will affect your relationship with your partner, with your friends, and biggest, with yourself. If you have a shit relationship with your body and you're disconnected from your body, you're less likely to look at it, look at it lovingly, see it lovingly, want to show up at the beach in a bikini, and it's gonna that that feeling towards yourself and your body is gonna start emanating out, and you're not gonna be projecting that radical self love, self acceptance in anything. You're gonna be projecting this self-depreciating energy that really doesn't attract anyone. It just kind of repels everyone and they think, oh, you know, that poor girl doesn't have much self-confidence, doesn't have much self-love. Nobody wants that. So the more that you can connect with yourself on a physical level, trust me, my clients have seen this. At first, it just starts on a very physical level. It's just very physical exercises that I give them. But 
something happens. It creates this incredible like spiritual connection with yourself and with your body. And you start having this reverence for yourself, which is just unlike any other feeling. And that seriously does emanate out into every other part of your life. So even if you just start dancing with your eyes closed, moving your body, feeling all the ways that it can move, or looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself that you're beautiful, even if you don't fucking believe it, just say it because one day you will start believing it paired with a lot of <laughs> a lot of these other things. Trust me, creating and cultivating an, a relationship, a, a healthy relationship with your body is life-changing. Number five, and arguably one of the most important, showing up as if it's inevitable that everybody will like you. This is huge for starting to get rid of the belief that you can control other people's perceptions of you and the the paranoia that comes with that. It's also a really good tip for just showing up as more confident as well. If you're walking into a room and you just have in your brain that everybody is just inevitably going to like you for who you are, then you can just show up as you, just knowing that you as you are is fucking perfect. Nothing else needs to change. There's nothing you need to filter. There's nothing you need to dull down. As you are is perfect and it is inevitable that everybody will like you. Is this true in reality? No. Do you need to tell yourself that? No, because it's none of your concern. If anybody doesn't like you, you probably won't know it anyway. It's not going to affect you. But you will start noticing everybody that does like you because as we've spoken about in past podcast episodes, you do have this confirmation bias where your brain will search out evidence in your environment to back up the beliefs that you hold. So if you instill this belief in you that everybody just inevitably likes you, all that you're going to notice are the people who do like you and you start living this life and feeling like you are a very well-liked person because you believe it. And so that's all you're seeing. Will there be people that don't like you? Yeah. Will you notice them? Fuck no. Will you give a shit? No. Because it's not even like on your radar. You are just in your own zone, showing up unapologetically and attracting the people who do love you for you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. That is all for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you have gotten some valuable little tips out of it. If you are interested in this work and you want to know more about working with me, then jump over onto my Instagram. I am Jade Hawkins. Reach out in the DMs and we can have a little chatty about how I can help you out because this shit is freaking life-changing and I just want every woman to feel so empowered and so in love with herself that her life is just freaking magical and I promise you it is possible for every single person out there thank you so much again and have a beautiful beautiful day